everyone. Welcome to the eighth episode of Pizza Cast, the official podcast of PizzaExtremeTeam.com. I'm Sam. I'm Cody. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you today. We have, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of different things, such as the really super recent news that uh, Andy Griffith passed away today. That was pretty sad. Yeah, that's Man. terrible. Uh, and then we pick up the show from there because <laughs> yeah. that's a real downer. We're going to talk about the next big Marvel movies. Um, there's some pretty weird choices. We'll get into that later on. Um, we're also going to discuss the movie Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. We all got a chance to see that about a week ago. Mm-hmm. I guess it was a week yeah. ago. Zach right? Spoiler's best movie ever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about the uh, the new On Live. Is that what it's called? Yeah, On Live. It's not. It's not new. It's been going for a while, but I've never gotten it to work till recently. So, well, now we got it working. We're going to talk yeah, about it. It's new to me. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. So all of this plus um, some stuff that we've been checking out this uh, over the past week. Well, two weeks, I guess now. Yeah. And another um, round of the master debaters. God, that's such a weird name to say. <laughs> that's the point. That's the yeah, joke. that's the joke. Okay. That's why it's funny, Sam. That's uh, you got me there. All right. So, um, so I've been talking a lot already, and we're not even like yeah. five minutes into the I show. Think, shut so, up. I, shut up. I think you just don't like saying "master debaters" out loud in a public. I. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> well, anyways, why, why? I don't get it. It's just master and debate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, before we get into some our news topics, um, what have you guys been checking out this week? Two oh, weeks. we've actually done some stuff. Yeah. Was, uh, watched Indie Game the movie. Yeah. And it was, was yeah, I think it was a Kickstarter movie, and it was really, really, really good. It follows. Um, was it three indie devs? Yeah, the Super Meat Boy guys. Yeah. Cool. Uh, cool. Phil Fish, the Fez guy. Okay. And uh, the guy that made Braid, but they don't really cover his, you know, his struggle to make it. It's no. just, you know, he honestly didn't seem like he had too much trouble making it. Yeah, it's like, and then I made a game. Well, he, he's he the guy. Literally who- said, was it? Is like he compared it to digging up gold. Oh jeez. <laughs> Well, yeah, he's like said. it was. It was easy. You know, it was like digging up gold. It was already the gold was already there. I just had to pull it out of the ground. <laughs> oh, jeez! Literally, the other what? two. Yeah, the other two teams are like it's so hard, and we work nonstop, and just, we're up late all the time. You can see it. Oh, They're struggling God. to get this done. Yeah. Wow. And that's you know part of why it's good. You get to see. You know how it's done. Yeah, because when you think of game devs, you think of, especially indie game devs, you think of guys that sit in their room by themselves in the dark and code a game. There's a lot more going on than that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have some experience with coding games too. So yeah. I mean, yeah. So I mean, you- oh, I could totally relate to the movie too because <laughs> they're all like the same kind of um, neurotic, depressed weirdo that I am. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you even really have to be like really into indie games to like the movie. It's that good. Like, yeah, now, it's a good documentary. Very cool. Now, um, was this on? Uh, is it on Netflix or is it? It's ha- on Steam. It's on Steam. <laughs> of really all weird places. It's, well, I mean, I guess it would make sense since that's, you know, yeah. well, where a lot of indie games end up. It's 10 bucks on Steam and it's definitely worth it. Hmm. Well, I will definitely have to check that out. That sounds that sounds pretty cool. Well, I've been uh, checking out some some kind of weird stuff. I've um ever since last week's episode, which I'm going to tell you right now, no one's ever going to hear because it went to crap. It was really bad. The audio quality 
went really bad. So, but last week I mentioned the um, Super Samurai Cyber Squad, like a Power Ranger knockoff type show. And ever since then, I don't know what it is. I have been hooked on Sentai, sen- Super Sentai <laughs> stuff. And um, the most recent series just wrapped up and someone went through and did like fan subs of all like 51 episodes of it so i've been so i've been kind of neck deep in weird japanese (laughs) you know power ranger stuff super sentai yeah no this one this this one actually if there was ever a show that would get me back into stupid freaking power ranger stuff (laughs) this was it because um the series is called and i'm sorry for all of our japanese listeners out there i'm sure there's someone out there who will tell me that I'm wrong, but... Uh, Japanese and or weeaboo listeners. Yes. He's brother, but he, won't, he doesn't listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, get your brother to listen and then tell, have him tell me how wrong I am. Okay, so I think it's called Kaizoku Sentai Gokaiger, which translates to Pirate Squadron Gokaiger. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole thing is it has a, a pirate theme because I guess after the first couple of series, they all started having like themes like magic and tigers and of course oh, you have to have turbos. Turbos. I guess, turbo yeah. one yeah samurai yeah but no this is the uh believe it or not this is the 35th season oh my of god Sentai. oh my god yeah apparently this is like japan's doctor who <laughs> <laughs> like pe- there are people who have been watching it for well it started in 1975 that was oh the first it is japan's doctor who <laughs> yeah yeah and because this is the 35th like season the 35th anniversary they did something special with this series where the the team like you know they have the red and the green and the blue and all them um they're not just you know pirate themed they have the power to turn into any of the previous 34 seasons Power Ranger people. That's really cool. That's actually, re- yeah. it's really cool. I was never a Power Rangers fan, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, and they do like in the middle of the fight. So it's not like, you know, they, they go, oh no, there's a person, there's a bad guy. We got to go find someone who's going to work well against this guy. They like, in the middle of the fight, they like Kung Fu punch and kick and then change and they do, they do something else. And they all have the special attacks of the previous seasons things it's ridiculous and i have notes <laughs> <laughs> i have taken many notes. i've taken many notes because i wanted to be prepared today so to talk about sentai yeah so let's see there is very little kung fu that's true there is like when when they're like in their regular costumes and they're fighting like you know the generic bad guys or whatever there is like zero kung fu in it it's like they have a giant pirate sword in one hand and like these laser blasters that look like the musket ball like handgun things (laughs) and they're just running around slashing dudes and shooting them it's ridiculous uh let's see i'm not gonna read all these um I hate the red guy very much. <laughs> I really do. Something about his character and his face that just makes me want to punch him. I like how your notes are like the scrawlings of a madman kind of. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate red guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not sure what this means, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. This is an inter- intervention. It's an intervention. <laughs> but no, they all. Um, in their like human forms they all dress like fucking hipsters <laughs> with sergeant pepper jackets you know like from the yeah. from the cover of that album it's ridiculous 
And the green one is clearly gay. <laughs> very, very clearly. I mean, he's like hiding behind people and like being yeah. way flamboyant. With, with all the subtleties that Japan usually reserves for the gay, for exactly. the gay community. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> And uh, the the one last thing I have here is anyone who's ever seen Power Rangers, anyone who's been, you know, there's, you know, they start off with like five, four or five, you know, main people. And then halfway through the season, they add a super secret sixth character that makes them even more powerful and awesome. <laughs> well, because this is like a super like um, meta type series, their super their secret sixth guy is a kid who loves super sentai stuff <laughs> he's like well what's the what's the japanese word for like way obsessed otaku. otaku yeah he's like an otaku kind of and when he gets his power and he transforms he has this giant vest that has the face of all of the previous super secret sixth characters <laughs> on it awesome <laughs> yeah that's kind of cool now i now i'm interested yeah like i said i've never liked power rangers I'm, i've got a couple years on both of you and that's the that's like the gap yeah it is yeah it is the kids that were old enough to be like wait a minute ninja turtles was way cooler <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> yeah and i'll tell you how i got started getting into this um Apparently, before the first season of this, there was a Japanese Spider-Man TV series <laughs> where he got his powers from, you know, as you do, a space priest who has the power to turn into a spider. Oh, yeah. 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 That's, that's <laughs> it how, makes sense to me. Yep. And he had, you know, he had his regular Spider-Man costume with his giant metal gauntlet on one arm <laughs> that he used to summon his car, which turned into the Lyozin a giant fighting robot that looked nothing like a spider. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Japan. Thanks, Japan. <laughs> Remember that Cutie Honey movie? Yes, it was you awful. You didn't like I liked it. It was terrible. I liked it. It was ridiculous. Cutie Honey was, was hot. It? That's why you liked it. <laughs> It was, it was just awful. It did a good job going no, live didn't. action to anime. It was just as ridiculous. And it didn't do anything good. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, we watched Total Recall the other night. It was pretty yeah, good. Cody, it was a Schwarzenegger film. Yeah. yeah. Cody's never seen most of his movies, actually. Oh, my God. Yeah. You yeah, are missing seen, out. I haven't seen very many Schwarzenegger. What we watched last, Action Hero. Mm -hmm. Oh, good movie. That was a, yeah, that was really That's good. That's a good movie. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just watched Total Recall the other day. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Running Man? No. Oh, man. Missing out. <laughs> you know, people were saying that, you know, when the um, Hunger Games came out, they were, you know, comparing it to uh, Battle Royale, how, you know, it's kids killing kids and stuff. There is more of a comparison to Running Man than there is to Battle Royale. Huh. Yeah, but I, I can't really explain it without you know without, ruining, without yeah. ruining it or checking out this this the movie. What was your so. favorite part of Total Recall? Total Recall, the lady with three boobs. Of course, <laughs> of was, course. Did you have a favorite line? Uh, oh yeah, when he's using the the hologram machine. <laughs> and what was what, what did he say? He's like, you thought I was the real queen. Well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Do a better impression. I can't do, do, do a good Schwarzenegger. Do I can't do a good That's the best part of any of his movies. He's yelling. <laughs> I can't do it. I just tried to do it. It didn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. No, that's that's awesome. He thought I was the real queen. Well, I am. <laughs> uh, 
Have you guys seen the uh, trailer for the new Total Recall? With, no, uh, no. Yeah. You know, the first couple trailers, it looked like it was set in like present day Earth. It didn't look like it was going to be like set in space or anything like that. And I was future. and I was really worried. New trailers are like, yeah, it is like space with like upside down buildings and like flying fucking cars oh, yeah. and stuff. It It is finally starting to look like Total Recall. <laughs> That's my favorite part of old sci-fi movies is just the stupid sci-fi sets that don't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like um, Fifth Element, the the city in that yeah. made no sense. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah, that's why it's awesome, because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, there, there was a part where, I think it was where he's meeting Quato. There's a desk with, like, an old laptop on it, and it has, like, this huge 12-pin connector cable going <laughs> like Awesome. High tech. <laughs> yeah. State of the art. Future. <laughs> yes. There's yeah, no the USB. <laughs> there will be no USB. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! That's or even awesome. wireless. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't perfected wireless, but we can implant dreams in your head. <laughs> the, the Schwarzenegger movies like that are so good because they have like this level of cheese and goofiness on top of the, like you know, you know on top of a decent enough story. Yeah, but that's what does well, it is that it's, it's a. Philip K. Dick. Yeah, it's a Philip K. Dick story. Right. It's, um, well, I don't know how similar it is to the actual story. I don't know. I haven't read it. God, I can't think of what. It's, it's We Can Remember It For You, you wholesale. wholesale. Yeah, that's it. But I don't, I don't know how similar it is to that story. I'm imagining they probably took a lot of liberties. I'm sure they did. Well, I mean, it's the same thing with Blade Runner. Blade Runner's um, uh, do Andrew was Dream of Dream, Le- yeah. Love Electric Sheep. Which I've read about half of that. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I liked what I read. I just had to take it back to the library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, guys, I have uh, I have one more thing here, and then we'll uh, move on. Um, I watched a really weird um, old Hammer film um, called The Seven Brothers Meet Dracula. <laughs> um, Hammer, for those of you who don't know, is an, was an old British uh, horror movie company. That's where you get... Um, um, Christopher Lee is Dracula in a lot of the films, and uh, it's not MC Hammer production. No, company. it's not. <laughs> Unfortunately, can't touch this productions. <laughs> can't touch this, this Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually one kind of close that Hammer put out called uh, Dracula AD 1972. <laughs> the catchphrase was the, the tagline was something like, "He's back in the present." With an eye for hot pants and a taste for everything. I think that's what it was. <laughs> Something like that. It was very weird. So he goes around and, and sucks the blood of 70s chicks and does coke. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, he wouldn't have to because, you know, the coke would be in the blood. Oh, yeah. 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 Coke blood. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, this movie has had a couple different names. I guess I should get into this is one of the few Hammer films that they co-opted with another production company. They went with uh, the Shaw Brothers, which were our legendary for yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know crazy kung fu movies, especially from the sixties, seventies. Um, I don't think they made it until the early eighties, but was it filmed in Shaw Scope? Yeah, it was actually. Mm-hmm. It was, and um, it, uh, yeah, a couple of the other names was Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires, and also the Seven Brothers. And their sister meet Dracula. <laughs> it's like the Animaniacs. The yeah. Warner Brothers and the Warner <laughs> sister meet Dracula. I would pay to see that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but no, it's really good. Um, I mean, it's it's pretty much the way a British horror company would do a kung fu. So I mean, there's like, there was kung fu fighting. There was you know really bad acting. There was like <laughs> bad costumes. Apparently, uh, Asian Draculas can make zombies. Okay. Who knew? Like, like ghouls. But I mean, these are like out of the ground, like shambling um, oh, yeah, skull face <laughs> zombies. Yeah, like the the premise is there is this crazy monk who revives Dracula to save their Shaolin temple, who Dracula then possesses, so that for the rest of the movie you have this Asian guy with overdubbed with Dracula's voice. <laughs> Blah. Blah. Yes. And uh, he resurrects seven legendary Chinese vampires <laughs> to, you know, fuck shit up. I don't know. <laughs> but um, Peter Cushing, who is uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, um, reprised his role as Van Helsing, which oh. he was in, like, almost all the other Hammer Horror films. He's in this film. Like, it, he teams up with his son and seven Asian dudes who <laughs> went to no kung fu to, to kung fu fight Dracula. <laughs> It's pretty epic. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. I'd yeah. watch it. No, it's 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 pretty epic. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Was there anything that was your favorite part? Oh, well, I mean, just the <laughs> whole thing. I mean, the whole premise. <laughs> All I mean, of it. I mean, the, 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 I mean, the fact that they, they played it so straight, I think, is what I love the most about it. They just played it so straight. There was like no sense of camp. There's no sense of you know winking at the camera or anything like, like that. Like Abraham Lincoln Vampire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think that's what it made it not so. Not a segue, but it would have been a good one. It would have been a great segue. <laughs> a little <laughs> early, a little premature on yeah, that yeah. one, Cody. I could say something, but I'm not going. To. Do it. Come on. <laughs> like it's not the first time. Oh. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note, yeah, I think we're going to go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we're going to touch on some uh, news topics. Maybe we'll come back a little earlier than you would expect. <laughs> <laughs> some people say we'll come back right on time. <laughs> break we're going to talk about get try it again hey everybody we're back from the break we're going to move on to the news segment of the show news news yeah that's a jingle that is i'll snip that out for every episode from now on just you going news news so talk about andy griffith i guess we could yeah um this was really something we weren't really planning on covering, but, you know... Obviously, how could we saw that coming? Yeah, right. Well, yeah, but I mean, it happened, like, the day of recording, so yeah. figured we should say something, you know. He is a classy actor, and he will be missed. Oh, yeah, how great shows. Yep. yep. Andy Griffith's show is great. <laughs> it was. It was a good show. 
I remember uh, watching that as a kid a lot. <laughs> I didn't like it as a kid, but that was because it wasn't a cartoon. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. like, you know, watching it now, I realize it's a really, really good, well-done show. Classic. TV classic. Yeah, for sure. So, you know. Sad. Sad. Yeah, it's sad. It's really sad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I really don't know what else we could talk about with it, but, yeah. yeah I'm going to hang out with uh, Don Otts in the afterlife. Yeah. I am, D. <laughs> How'd you get here? <laughs> Oh, there's too many ostriches. Why are there too many ostriches? And now you've discovered my secret. This was all just a ploy for me to do a Don Knotts impression on the show. All right, now we can move on to the uh, Marvel movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, gearing up for the San Diego Comic Con, which I hope we'll be able to cover it in some capacity, yeah. um, which is next weekend. Um, Marvel started to announce, kind of like pre-announce, you know, spoilers of what they're going to be announcing <laughs> at the con. And uh, one of them announcement, yeah. right? They're making an an announcement that they're going to make an announcement regarding. At least they don't do like the video game industry and give you a website that's a countdown to an announcement of an announcement. Oh, give them a few years. They're, yeah, that's the way there. it's going to get. Yeah, <laughs> they'll get there. But anyways, uh, Marvel, um, the movie making juggernaut powerhouse that they've been the last couple of years, have announced that along with uh, Thor 2, Captain America 2, uh, and Iron Man 3, the next two major movies that they're going to put out uh, prior to Avengers 2 is – a film called The Guardians of the Galaxy. We talked about that a little bit. A little bit, yeah, yeah. And that makes a lot of sense for them to do that. Uh, they're also going to be making um, their first foray, foray into actual theatrical uh, anima- animated film. Not just straight to DVD. Not just a straight to DVD of uh, a series called uh, Big Hero 6. Uh, so we'll take these one at a time, I guess. Um Guardians of the Galaxy is um, one of Marvel's uh, major space books, um, because which is kind of weird because Marvel's books are usually very Earth-centric, I guess. Marvel's going to have their work cut out for them to get people to understand these characters and the, and the characters in the movie, because they're not big-name characters like Captain America mm-hmm. or Thor or anything like that. They're like characters like Rocket Raccoon. And, Sweet. Yeah, which is I, that which, gives me a really good mental picture. Yep, <laughs> just the raccoon with the rocket strapped on it. That's what bike. he is. That's, that's what he is. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's yeah. what he is. What does he do? He has space guns. Yeah, he he, he flies around and shoots like, laser guns. A, a raccoon. Yes, yeah. a he's, raccoon. He's, he's from a planet of anthropomorphized animals. He's like a, he's like the long lost Star Fox member. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, yeah. He's like Marvel Star Fox. We should find, yeah. Okay, we're going to pause for a second because I'm going to find you a picture of, of Rocket Raccoon. I had no idea. You didn't know Rocket Raccoon? No! I had no idea. He's Rigby with a rocket. I was going to say, I basically was picturing Rigby with a <laughs> rocket strapped to his back. It's more or less what he is. I'm kidding. No. It's ridiculous. Howard the Duck, is it? I don't know. No words. <laughs> So you're okay with Howard the Duck, but you think Rocket Raccoon? Oh my god! Yeah! You are not lying! I am not lying to you! That... It looks... Yeah! He is definitely a, a raccoon with a rocket pack and I space guns. I it was guns. just like a name. Like... No. No. 
Marvel is going to have to explain how in a, th- in a, uh, in a yeah. movie universe with Iron Man and Thor and Captain America, there's a talking raccoon with a rec- rocket pack and space guns. Are they going to make them like raccoon size? Sure. Like- Got to. Oh, and you haven't heard the other one. There's another character named Groot. Groot is a living tree from a planet of living trees. Like an ant. He's like an ant. <laughs> all he can say is the word, I am Groot. That's all he can say. It reminds what me what of does that he do? He he's, is, a, he's a tree? He flies around and A flying shoots. tree. No, he's not. He, he's a space tree. He has laser guns and he fights crime in space. How? He's a tree. He is a, he's an ant. He's a space ant. How big is he? Well, size? actually he's, hu- oh. he's human size. Oh. He's human size if you don't count the branches on his head. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Oh, I don't. I don't. I can't. I don't know. Groot. <laughs> but anyways, but I mean, there are some more normal characters like Nova, who is like who has essentially been retconned into being um, Marvel's uh, Green Lantern because there's you know a bunch of Nova people. And instead of having a, a power ring, they have a helmet that connects them to the world mind, and it like. Helps them. That's not nearly stuff. as cool as Green Lantern. No, not not really. But I. But have, I mean, it, we have special helmets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looks like my cat. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. You should rename like, your cat Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. Then it looks like Beyonce. Well, her name's Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Better name. That, that's a much better name. She's right. black and sassy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. That's racist. You. Yeah. You named her that. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, it's going to be the next major Marvel movie because at the end of Avengers, spoilers. Is it live action or live action? How? how? Okay. Well, you know CGI. Yeah, yeah I guess the same mm-hmm. technology that brought you live action Garfield. Pretty much going to bring you Rocket Raccoon. I'm in space. <laughs> I want some space lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, um, the reason why they're doing this uh, series is because... I guess more like the technology that brought you Ted. It's probably a better... Yeah, that's a, I guess that's better. A better jumping point than... May, maybe, but uh, but no, it's because at the end of Avengers, and this is kind of a spoiler for those of you who haven't seen it, and if you haven't seen it yet, why shame not? on you. Yeah. Yeah, you really should have seen it by now. Yeah. Or have people have listened to our previous podcast where we talked about it. Um, they teased... Um, um, Thanos as the major villain for the next Avengers movie, who is a giant galactic space villain. And I guess they need a way to explain who Thanos is before the Avengers 2 comes out so they don't have to spend that entire movie explaining who he is. <laughs> mm. So they're using the Guardians of the Galaxy as a way to say... Confuse me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just to confuse you. <laughs> They're making Guardians of the Galaxy so Avengers 2 can be good. Exactly. Yep. So Guardians of the Galaxy essentially is taking one for the team. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, so that's that one. And the other one is a fully animated film of a series called Big Hero 6, which was um, – I don't think they've done a whole lot with the characters in recent history, but they it was a limited series set in Japan. I want to see that. Is there? You think there's any of that in here? Um, it was pretty rare. Oh, so probably yeah. Not. Probably I'm. I'm not entirely certain. I mean, you could. We could look. I'm gonna put this away. And look. Okay, 
but uh, but anyways, I think what Marvel's doing is trying to um, cash in on the American animation studios um, doing anime style animation. Yeah. Like uh, Airbender and um, mm-hmm. Legend of Korra, because that's because that's how the comic was drawn was as big anime style. Yeah, and I mean the team was very generic. I was like, there's a guy who's a giant robot, and there's like, you know, scantily clad lady, lady woman. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean that's it's going to be interesting to see them, and it'll be their fir- like I said, their first real foray into you know a theatrically released animated film, and I hope it works out. <laughs> yep. I couldn't find it. Okay. A copy yeah. of it. Yeah. But what this? Well, by the way, mm-hmm. we're Hobby Central again. Hmm? We're at Hobby Central again. We are at Hobby Central again. Yes, that's how we were able to find that issue of Guardians of the Galaxy so quick. So if you're if you're listening to this and in the Mid Ohio area, check out Hobby Central in uh, in Delaware, Ohio. Sponsorships. Yeah, we gotta remember them. <laughs> uh, did I can I don't think you said anything at the beginning. I don't think you? we did. Yeah, yeah. No, I really don't think. No, we, did, we didn't. But I know we didn't. That's all right. We'll put it at the end and we said it here, yeah. so it'll be. That was a good plug. Yeah, good deal. Good, good call there, Cody. <laughs> but anyways, the one thing that I could see, Guardians or not Guardians, um, Big Hero Six, being is if it works out as a good theatrical film, um, the possibility that Pixar might get involved with future. Oh, that'd be awesome. Marvel yeah. films because yeah. That'd be better than the live action movies. Yeah, I mean, it would make more sense for something like Guardians of the Galaxy to be Pixar, you know, yeah. animated. That'd be neat. So I think I've talked too much <laughs> and too fast about that. If you haven't noticed, I have been chugging energy drinks since the beginning of the show. That's why I sound like I am just, you know, bursting with energy. So, anyways, yeah, let's move on to the next topic before I crash. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter oh that we God. all saw oh last week. Fantastic film. Best Fantastic. Yeah. It was great. Best movie I've seen this year since uh, Avengers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it wasn't. It, Avengers was better. Oh, yeah, that's course. what I was saying. Oh, sure. Yeah. It'd be hard to beat that. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, for, for those of you who don't know, the it's, it's set up as a semi-biographical film about the life of Abraham Lincoln. Only with the added bits of fighting vampires with a axe with a shotgun in the barrel and mm-hmm. the and the handle, <laughs> and it worked just works so well. I know, and it shouldn't have. Yeah, I mean, I mean they play it, they play it straight the whole movie. There's no you know there's no jokes or like nods that hey, nothing. This, look how no. silly this is. No, it plays it completely straight. Right. And, you know, some reviews that I've heard have complained about the uh, slow motion bits. I think it worked out perfect. It was the perfect amount to accentuate the fight scenes, which were amazing. Yes, they did it like unlike Boondock Saints, where it's constantly in slow motion. They picked the right times to do slow-mo. Exactly. Just enough time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It made sense. The whole thing is in slow motion. Yeah, right. Hey guys, this looks really cool. Look how cool it looks. Everybody look, I'm shooting slow. It's cool. Yeah. And every actor in the film did an excellent job. Oh, there yeah. was no one who overacted or underacted or anything like that. Or hammed it up because they're in a, a movie that's actually really silly. But Yeah, yeah, right. Um, one thing I will say, the guy who played Abe Lincoln, whenever I saw him, his you know non-old, non-bearded self, I kept thinking he looked like Liam Neeson. 
Yeah. Through the entire thing. I don't know what it was. I think it was his nose. Yeah, that's I think so. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it was on my mind too. <laughs> yeah. Here here's the question. There's that Daniel Day is it Daniel Day Lewis Abe Lincoln biopic coming up? Yeah. Who's gonna play Lincoln better? <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. He did the guy did an excellent yeah. job, even in the non-vampire hunting. You know, like oh, yeah, it's actual, gonna be tough to beat. It really is. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna say that you know this movie should win any kind of you know oh, crazy yeah. like best movie of the year Oscars or anything like that. But if they're not at least nominated, yeah, for um, practical effects, there's there's something wrong if they're not yeah. at least nominated for something. Something, yeah. <laughs> even like the. You know, kind of love story parts were actually kind of sweet. Like, they weren't... They were. They absolutely were. It was well done, I think. And, I mean, that's in no small part due to, you know, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who I was kind of worried about, I'll be honest. Yeah. I mean, and Scott Pilgrim, yeah, she did a good job as Ramona Flowers, but Ramona Flowers... Is not that deep of a character. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Pixie dream girl, basically. Pretty much. Pretty much, but she has less going on than even a manic pixie dream girl. Yeah, <laughs> she's kind of a blank slate, really. I but, think it's more of like an idea of a cool girl. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Every good, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad because no. of that. Yeah. And uh, you know, looking over the cast list and stuff, uh, I kept thinking that his uh, Abe's trainer and eventually his partner. I kept thinking I've seen that guy somewhere. He hasn't done a whole lot of films. The only other film, really big film he's done, he was Howard Stark in Captain America. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, that was my reaction when I read that. Yeah. Crazy. It, which makes sense because at the beginning of Abe Lincoln, that guy was acting like Tony Stark a little bit. He's like, <laughs> oh, man, you know, you're a vampire hunter and I'm a vampire hunter and we're going to do this. and <laughs> Yeah. Yep. So, good movie. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Seriously, go don't it. listen to the reviews. Listen to us. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the reviews did not get it. We are purposely not spoiling much of anything. Yeah. So, yes, check it out. It is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Two dudes fight during a stampede of horses. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give any more away than that, but that scene yeah. in particular oh is ridiculously it's awesome. It's oh my seriously God. in the top of my favorite fight scenes ever in Absolutely, movie. yeah. And when they fight on the train was awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Too. Yeah, fighting vampires on a train that is going across trestles that are burning. Yep. Oh, man. You want to see this movie. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Do it. Yeah, I, I can't praise it enough, honestly. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really interested to see if they have put out a director's cut when it comes out on yeah. DVD. Because as awesome as this is, if they were to cut some things out, I'm interested to see what they cut out. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff they cut out that's in the book. Mm-hmm. Like um, they cut Edgar Allan Poe completely out yeah, of the story. I was, which I was a little disappointed, but they did put Harriet Tubman in it. They I did, mean, yeah. Like, and I mean, I think it's okay. I think if they would have put Edgar Allan Poe in it, that might have tipped it a little bit too far to the ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And did you guys catch the only joke? The only real joke in the movie was the very end credits. Where the like the super hard edge rock song to play over the credits was played by Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. <laughs> because Lincoln and Lincoln. Ah, I see what they did there. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. Do we have anything else there on the uh, list oh, of stuff to talk about? about on live? Oh yeah. We did mention that earlier. Yeah. This is a. I mean, you mentioned that it's not new, but this is new to me. Yeah. So yeah. It's. It's well, remember Game Tap? They used to advertise that on Adult Swim all the time. All the time. That service you could get, you know, a whole bunch of games, access to a whole bunch of games. But you had mm-hmm. to download them and download the thing, and it was a monthly subscription. And you had your computer had to be able to run them. Yeah. Oh yeah. With OnLive, you get the the ability to stream the games. The games are actually they're actually being run on a computer, out on their in their pharma computers. Yeah, crazy and servers. The, yeah. Are and really? the video of the game is being transmitted back to you. Really? So it's like a, um, it's almost like a uh, remote desktop t- uh, yeah. type situation. Oh wow, that's that's neat. I didn't. Wow. Yeah. So basically, it, you can take any piece of crap computer as long as it can run video and has a fast enough internet connection, you can play whatever they have on there. Wow, that is excellent. Has uh, Arkham City is on there? Really. Oh wow! So so I mean they're keeping pretty pretty current with their yeah. uh, game library and stuff like that. Now, do you run into anything like you know if someone's playing if you want to play Arkham City and someone else is playing it, you could just hop on another server? or Is there like a wait time or no, anything like no that? No, there's no wait times or anything. Excellent. And you can watch other people yeah. play games. You can go in there and it'll show you everybody playing a certain game. You can go watch if they have a spectator turned on. Wow! Now that's cool. I do like that quite a bit. But like my laptop won't run anything. Like it's, yeah. it's it's kind of, it doesn't have the graphics card. It's not a bad laptop. It just doesn't have the graphics card for it. Mm-hmm. And with that, then I can play the graphic intensive games. Like I had Bioshock running on it. Wow, dude, that is cool. Mm-hmm. That is really it, cool. And it, you can buy the games separately, or you cool. can you can pay ten bucks a month and you get a whole bunch. You get like two hundred some games. Ten bucks? That's not bad at yeah. all. I mean, that's I mean that's comparable to a Netflix. Ex- um, yeah, I played with it for a couple hours, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna buy it. And I did. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. That's really, really cool. It's way like better that. than that other thing I wrote about. That uh, what was it? It was Gamers Gate. Yeah, something like that. All those knockoff, weird, weird Nordic European games, and, yeah. games that nobody's <laughs> ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, they actually have games you'd want to play. Cool. Very. Of course, cool. the the subscription package doesn't give you like the newest games. Well, yeah, they're new now. I mean, it has uh, Arkham Asylum on there. It's part of the package. Bioshock is. Yeah. Like all the recent Tomb Raiders, I'd highly recommend it. All right. <laughs> cool. Cool beans. <laughs> so we gotta move. Well, that I guess we can news? take a break. Yeah, I guess, I guess let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we got we have another master debaters. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. We're running with the shadows of the night. So baby, take my hand, it'll be alright. Surrender all your dreams to me tonight. They'll come true in the We're back from the break, and we are going to do another master debaters. And pew, pew, pew. Lasers, lasers, lasers. You gonna do any lasers? lasers? Pew pew pew, Cody. What? Lasers? I said lasers. Dad. Pew pew pew. Okay. Okay. The topic is. Pew, pew. Was it a topic or is it a question? It's a. It's, it's a, a topic, topic question. question. 
Okay, the topic question is... Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, the topic question is, which would win in a race? The Batmobile or the DeLorean from Back to the Future? Which would win? I'll be supporting the DeLorean in this argument. And I will take Batmobile. We should have like a boxing ring sound. Ding, 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 ding. ding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The DeLorean would win because it can travel through time, therefore making it a race entirely pointless. Now, I'm not so sure about that because in the Back to the Future movies, once they hit 88 miles per hour, they the car kind of stops. It doesn't like move forward while it's moving through time. It kind of just kind of stays where it's at while it's moving through time. So Isn't it usually still moving? When I mean, it it's, comes it's out, still but moving, but if you're going into the future where the race is already over... Uh, Batman's already at the end. Yeah, Batman's already... Exactly. But they could go back in time and sabotage the Batmobile before the race? Well, that, that leads to two questions. One, would Doc Brown and Marty be unscrupulous enough to try to met, tamper with the Batmobile? And two... Would Doc Brown be smart enough to tamper with the Batmobile? Of course he'd be smart enough to tamper with. He's Doc Brown. He's a genius. He he solved the time travel. He solved the time travel? He solved, time, <laughs> he solved the problem of time travel. Yeah. He solved time. He, he figured out time. Okay, so he won time. He won time. Yep. So, but, you know, not only... Are they going to be sabotaging Batman's Batmobile? There's going to have to be, like, fixed, like, undoing, like, traps and stuff. Because, you know, Batman, he can't just leave his car unprotected. I mean, any Joker, like the Joker, might come by and just try to fuck it up. I don't know. Well, you do it. They could do it right there at the starting line, and Batman wouldn't notice. So they're going to cut the, the brake fluid to Batman's Batmobile. At the start, yeah. At the starting line. Am I allowed to say stuff? Or yeah, go for it. Go for it. Doesn't the Batmobile have a bunch of contraptions itself? It does, yes. Like, for example, what if as they're going through time, Batman uses the bad grappling hook on the Batmobile to grapple onto the DeLorean and go through time with them? <laughs> I don't know if it works that way. Does the Batmobile have an all... Um, the, the flux capacitor? Yeah. Well, in an all-metal... <laughs> body like the or is it aluminum what is i don't know don't. i think it was aluminum yeah that the delorean's made out of that lets it travel that's one of the reasons why doc picked it given enough time batman would convert his car into an all aluminum batmobile <laughs> i don't think he could travel through time with that i suppose you're true you're right because in back to the future 3 i mean the train didn't go through the future when they went yeah that's true although all those fruits that were on top of the car traveled along with into the into, from that's true yeah. I'll bet just the grappling hook would go yeah I bet the line would like break because there's probably yeah. like a field of, of so many inches around the DeLorean yeah but then again I mean but then again they'd be going back in time to tamper with it so does that mean that they would have to start the race before like before the race starts go back in time tamper with the car come back to the present and then why, why would they do that? They would just go... Why yeah. wouldn't they just tamper with the car? Hmm. Crap. <laughs> I think another thing is, like, uh, would it matter how long the race was? Because the, it would have to get up to 88 
miles per hour to travel through time. Right. Well, if it was a really, really long race, um, they would totally win because the DeLorean runs on the Mr. Fusion. They just have to throw garbage in it to get it That's true. So are you saying that it's like a... um, It was like a cannonball run. (laughs) run situation. Yeah, in a cannonball run situation, the DeLorean would definitely... I I would agree with that. Because, I mean, you know, with that giant flame jet in the back of the Batmobile, it would burn through gas like crazy. So, I mean, I, I would agree with that. But uh, but no, in a short in a short race, like um, you know, one lap around the track or something, Batmobile. I think I'd agree with. It. I think we've reached a conclusion. I think we have. I think we've come to a I consensus. Know, I don't think this, nobody wins. We've come to a it's consensus. A tie, I it's think. a tie. It's a tie. The DeLorean would win a long race. The Batmobile would win a short race. Fair enough. But the Mach Five would beat them both. So oh, I yeah. agree with that. I love the Mach yeah. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Or Superman's um, uh, fist car, fist plane. Fist plane? Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, man. Yes. Back in the the, cra- the wacky Silver Age, Superman was unable to fly for an uh, issue. So he has this giant, like, spaceship car that have two giant metal fists that's, that reach out and punch bad guys. <laughs> well, I think that's going to be the pick. got to be able to punch guys. Yeah, I think that's going to be the cover for the episode. The Superman <laughs> with, his, with his fucking supercar, his punch car. Punch mobile. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So, hey, everybody wins. Yeah. Yeah. We both get a point on the running, the running total. That's right. Which would leave me with one point and you with two. Leave me with two, yeah. So... Good. Didn't expect that to happen. No. no. We're, we're, we are a little taken aback. <laughs> strange turn of events at the Master Debaters Arena. Yes. <laughs> That's something went awry. <laughs> strange things are afoot at the Master Debaters Arena. <laughs> uh, We've become master agreeers. Yes. <laughs> Uh, excellent. <laughs> so um, with that, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. So um, first off, if you, you want to get a hold of us, send us an email for anything. It's staff at pizzaextremeteam.com. Cody, do we still have that um, Do we still oh, have yeah. that contest going on? Still could get a copy of Cthulhu Saves the World, and I'm going to sweeten the pot. By adding Breath of Death to it as well. Right, that's right. And weren't you putting in the... Um, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? I'll throw in um, Penny Arcade game, too. I'll gift that to you on the, scene. The Precipice of... Yeah, Rain Slick Precipice right, I, of Darkness I think 3. we mentioned that in the last episode, but... Oh, yeah, but we yeah. lost it. But we so. lost it. So, yeah, that's, that's that. Um, as always, you can find us each and every day, more or less, yeah. at PizzaExtremeTeam.com. Um, we have a Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Pizza Extreme Team. Um, like us. We only need two more likes and we'll it. shut up about yep, it. Yep, we'll shut up forever about it. Two more. Come on. You know uh-huh. you want to. Press one click. little button. Yeah, the yep. little thumb. Little thumbs up. Click on it. That's right. You um, can hide it if you want. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like it and immediately hide our posts. We don't care. We yeah. just need two so we can see our stats. That's it. Um, do you guys have, um, you know, yeah, you can tweet at me at, at PXT underscore Cody. You can tweet at me at the official Twitter of Pizza Extreme Team, at Pizza Extreme Team. Yeah, and you can tweet at me at Robot Caveman, all one word. And, you know, you could also find me because I'm always trying out new, like, stupid apps and stupid things for my phone because I get bored at work. <laughs> you can You can friend me for this week only. 
on the untapped beer likers <laughs> app, <laughs> app. With my screen name is of course Robot Caveman. You can find out every time that I am drinking Blue Moon and still sober enough to fuck around with my phone. <laughs> so so like me there, I have one friend and he friends everybody because he is the beer snob, apparently. <laughs> he is all the time drinking beers. Wow. So with that, I think that's it for the show. So for PizzaCast, I'm Sam. I'm Cody. And I'm Samantha. Pizza out. Got it. <laughs> did it. We did it, guys. I feel good. This is a good show. It's good. From that lovely break, uh, we're going to talk about the news. Uh, <laughs> sound happy. But I'm so sad inside. <laughs> I hope that picked up. <laughs> uh, we're too hyperactive now. I know, it backfired. This is the first time this has ever happened where we're more excited now than we were at the beginning. <laughs> Come on, we gotta we gotta steer the ship into port. And Samantha, you're the only one that can do it. I'm all but useless now. We've lost him. We've lost him to the Red Bull and Double Shot Starbucks. Woo! Roddy, Roddy, Pally, Yeah. <laughs> those ghost shows there was one of him he, oh, yeah. ghost ghost stories. he was on it nice he was like I put on these glasses and everything was alien <laughs> fantastic <laughs> oh man fantastic <laughs> put on the glasses <laughs> I love that movie that is that's a good that's movie. a good movie oh, just man. that scene alone put on the glasses that fight scene <laughs> it's like just on yeah. the glasses. <laughs> Just do it, man. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? You know? <laughs> it might look a little silly. Yeah. 